This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. That was Motion City Soundtrack doing a cover of the Hard and Firm theme and uh, Motion City Soundtrack is currently on the Warp Tour, so check them out there. And drummer Tony Thaxton sent me a tweet or a text or something saying that uh, a kid at the Warp Tour went up to him and asked him to play the Leonard Malton game with him. <laughs> And he was like, all right. And then the kid whips his dick out. So he clearly <laughs> doesn't even calls his penis Len Moulton. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he actually played uh, with the kid or not, but that's still a cute story. <laughs> I don't know how old the kid was either. That would be, I, don't, I would kind of hope it's not like an eight-year-old. <laughs> I love Douglas movies. It says dirty things. Uh, it's July 6, 2010, and we're taping in front of a live audience at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Go to ucbtheater.com for more info about the UCB Theater, both here and, <laughs> and in New York. Now, follow me on Twitter to play occasional either Doug-centered uh, movie trivia games, like, like uh, yesterday I did what are my three favorite Sylvester Stallone movies? And the first person to guess them all correctly, you know, all correctly in the same tweet uh, won a prize. And the answer was Rocky, First Blood, and Bananas. <laughs> because he, he has a scene where he tries to rob his uh, subway thug number one <laughs> in Woody Allen's Bananas. That's, I, I'd have to, I dare say that's my favorite no, actually, Rocky's probably better than Bananas. They're both good. First Blood, I don't even know if that holds up, but looking at the list of Stallone movies, because I was like, it's his birthday. I'll do a question about him. And then I looked at the list of movies, and man, has he been in some shitty movies. 
and for a long time. Like he's made a lot of shitty movies, and people kept guessing. Like everybody's got their favorite Stallone movies that aren't my favorite. Everyone's like, "What? What do you mean not Tango and Cash?" I'll tell you what I mean. That sucks and sucks. Tango and Cash. I like and I like Cash better than Tango. I think. I don't know which was which. Uh, does anybody know which one was? Stallone was cast and I like Tango. <laughs> I like Kurt Russell. I've always liked Kurt Russell a lot more than Sylvester Stallone. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know who I'm apologizing to. <laughs> Sorry for that, two rich persons that don't give a shit what I think. <laughs> so the winner of that contest was a fellow whose name on Twitter is at Nuke the Whales. <laughs> so complain to him if you don't approve of that. Twitter handle, Nuke, the N-U-K-E, The Whales. Uh, he won by guessing the first, the three favorite Stallone movies. Then it turns out some other, he was the one, he guessed first, but then I thought some other guy guessed first because the, the answers come in so fast. I can't keep track of it. It's a stupid game. Who cares? But I said to him, what do you want your prize to be? And he said, could you call Adam Sandler a shithead on the podcast? Now, first of all, I guess I just did. But uh, <laughs> secondly, no. If you win one of the games here live, I'll say anybody you say, but then it's fairly implicit. It's explicit. It's just right there for everybody to see that I don't necessarily mean it. I'm just repeating what somebody said. I guess I could say that about Nuke the Whales. He thinks Adam's a shithead, but I think Adam's a nice man. And I'm getting more and more requests to play games at my live shows, my stand-up comedy shows, and I just want everybody listening to know, and people that write to me on Twitter and ask me to do it, that there's a lot of people that go to a comedy club that are like, what are we going to do tonight? Oh, let's go down to Zany's. Who's there? Some guy from VH1. All right. And they go, and so they're not podcast listeners, and the Leonard Maltin game sounds like, it just sounds insane to people who don't know... You know, who aren't uh, familiar with uh, how it works, you know what I mean? And also, like, people are people that don't like this sort of thing uh, hate it, you know, like, because it's like, I don't know any of the answers, so it's stupid, you know, that's like their I don't know why I said that, like, how Graham Elwood talks, but uh, but it it, it is how people react when they people, you know, when people go, Oh, I hate trivia, like, it's like, yeah, you've got really important shit you're remembering. You don't have room for trivia because you know a lot about mascara. It could be I could I could be talking to a woman or a dude in that. Don't think I could be talking to that guy who played the mayor in uh, the Batman movie. <laughs> Nestor Carbonell. Okay, so uh, my point is that if you want to play uh, games from the show at my live shows, we just need a lot of you there in the audience to overwhelm when I say, who listens to I Love Movies? Everyone go nuts, and then, then that'll be like an excuse to play the game because it's uh, by overwhelming demand. And it's ha- it happened once already in, in Oklahoma City. The crowd there uh, wanted to play some games, and we did, and it was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, Twilight Eclipse and The Last Airbender are the top two movies in the country right now. I, have seen, I haven't seen either, but I will be sleeping through both of them in about four months on a plane. <laughs> what I have found time to do, strangely enough, is watch some uh, television, and I uh, have been watching the last two weeks of the semifinals on uh, Last Comic Standing. Have you guys been watching Last Comic Standing this season? <laughs> All right. Uh, so my guests tonight are three people who, in my... In, in the arbitrary world of the show, didn't move into the top ten over the last two episodes, even though I think they absolutely deserve to, and uh, that's why I wanted to bring them out here tonight and have some fun on the podcast. Please welcome Chip Pope, Taylor Williamson, and Fortune Feimster to Doug Loves Movies. Here they come. Waving to the crowd, knocking chairs over. Wearing clothes that go together very nicely. I'm going to stick close to you. Yeah, Taylor, I, what did I say backstage? Speak into the microphone. The first thing you said when you came out here? Not into the microphone. No, your microphone. There you go. The people over. listening don't get why that was almost funny. 
because I was putting my mouth towards his microphone right. by his lips. The people listening miss a lot of the almost funny stuff because because <laughs> the audience that's here doesn't laugh at it. So when they're listening at home, they're like, I don't know if something almost funny just happened or not because they're not laughing, but that's probably because it was just almost funny. Uh, that's why we're Very not complicated. Well, that's why you're not in the top ten? Yeah. We're almost don't fi- say we're that. Almost I'm funny. just kidding. Don't be self-deprecating about it because... Uh, some of the people here were watching, and first of all, Fortune, I want to say to you, uh, you're not wearing a vest. I know. You got to wear I the was, vest. I people are going to start yelling at you, where's the fucking vest? Because <laughs> she had an awesome joke on the show where uh, she likes ladies, first of all. Uh-oh. And second of all, second Here's of all, I don't want to ruin your joke, but I, I love it so much. The, the dude was hitting on her, and she's like, hey, man, I'm wearing a vest. As a way of saying, yeah, you do it better than you're I not. Mean. You're not good. No, I don't. You're really okay. your delivery's hilarious, as Greg Giraldo said to you and awesome, 57 yeah. other comics. <laughs> <laughs> They're very all of the criticisms. Like when someone got criticized, it was like, ouch, because they were pretty nice to everybody. Like especially Giraldo was always like he ended everything with very funny or great job or very funny great job. I like when Natasha just gives up, you know, and does that. How do you think you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she totally stole that from American Idol judges that don't know what to say. That's yeah. When they're trying to formulate, they're like, well, how did you think it went? What do you think? So they have a few seconds to see if, uh, you know, they have any ideas yeah. about the criticism they should be giving. You've got an inside track on that. How do you, how do you think? I wish more school was like that. How do you think you did on the test? <laughs> Aced it. Well, actually, no, you asked me, and you, now you got your answer, so that's what we're going to stick with. So, yeah, wear a vest, okay, and then Chip. <laughs> the moving, end. Moving on to Chip. Uh, I've been a fan of Chip since uh, Austin Stories on the uh, MTV channel. Thanks. And, uh, back when... Guys, hold your applause. About that. that was almost like, could, could you be blamed in a way for MTV stopping showing videos? Was like, like that the turning point? No, when, no, no. When Austin no, Stories no, came on? Or Obevious and Butthead were, was already on, right? Yeah, yeah, but they showed videos. Uh, we could be blamed for, like, ending half-hour sitcoms on MTV <laughs> for a while. Yeah, until they came up, came up with the great premise of a 14-year-old with a giant cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, what a fascinating show that must be for people that but were, it's are going to be about incarcerated guy, for watching it. <laughs> but it's like, not about a guy with a giant cock. It's about heart, guys. <laughs> Just like hung. Exactly hey, like what? hung. Wait, just go with what you have. It's about a guy with a giant cock. No, that's too interesting. It's What it's about is the economy. Where the, where the fuck would you... This is like when Armageddon and Deep Impact came out in the same summer. Like sometimes just ideas are just out there and suddenly it was time for big cocks. <laughs> exactly. Like let's have multiple big cock shows. Right. It, it took a long time for an executive with a big cock to get into to power, I guess. Hey, wait a second. I've been sitting on this show idea, literally, the whole, the whole time. Move this around. If you only could see this at home, it's... Now, Chip, if you had continued on in the, in the contest, would you have busted out your, your R-Romance character uh, that you have uh, I don't no, I, 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 Yeah, I don't know. It's probably for, like, limited audiences. It's even for a limited audience when I do it for a limited audience. So <laughs> it might have been fun for like <laughs> if they did like uh, now you guys have to do like a charity car wash or you know wh- were there going to be any competitions like that this year? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor hits that one out of the park. <laughs> no, almost funny that time, buddy. <laughs> one word, funny. This was three words, not funny. Ex- three words explanation not funny also and then extra alright you had him you lost him <laughs> how great would it be if he just got up and left right now <laughs> do, you, uh, do you validate <laughs> <laughs> so Chip is your record R.O. Mance still available on AST Records sure yeah it's a CD though <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I went or old MP3s. school with it. It's record. on iTunes. Is oh, your, yeah, it's record. not on vinyl? Your long, plain vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Is your disc. EP... Uh, but it's uh, it's music, though, right? Can you yeah, tell it's people what it is a little bit? Yeah, it's sketches and things. It's, uh, it's Our Romance is a fake uh, 80s singer, and he's uh, from a small town in England, and he had the number one song in uh, 1982 for one day. Because uh, England has a lot of turnover, so it was like during that time... Um, you know, not a funny explanation, but a very funny character. He's a one-day wonder. What's the song called? <laughs> you know, failure. I think that one was called Skyscraper. <laughs> okay. 
Just when skyscrapers were new and made of glass and shiny and everything was super modern. If you miss the 80s, you miss the best uh, uh, time in civilization, guys. So, All right, really so check that record out. And Taylor. Hi. Um, when you told the audience uh, in your performance in the semifinals that, that you said to the audience that they're awkward, mm-hmm. like you guys are really awkward or something like that? Mm-hmm. What was going on there? Is that something that you say a lot in your act, or was that particular crowd awkward? Well, for the people who have never seen me do that on another TV show, because uh, you did, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's new to them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just want to know if that's something I couldn't tell if that's something you say or if that was like just something you thought of in the moment. Like I'll tell these 500 people at this big TV competition that they are awkward. I'm performing for the audience, not for my grandma who says, "Why do you do the same jokes you did before?" <laughs> yes, I, uh, uh, okay. it's a thing. I get it. It's a, it's a thing. You know, like it, it gets awkward, and then I go, "You guys are awkward," and then they laugh. Like, do you think they like edited? It, do you think they edited it weird? Like, uh, it wasn't that awkward before you said it. Um, like, I think you got a big laugh on something, and then you went, "You guys are awkward." I'm really talented. <laughs> Like, why did they laugh at your joke, Taylor? I don't. What happened? Did something go wrong? Did they juice it up a little bit? Did they juice it down? I think they juiced it down. They cut out laughter. They cut out one of my jokes and they put the when I there's a part. How's that joke go? The joke where they cut out. Yeah. <laughs> or they cut it out of your brain. They cut it out. Like, <laughs> like they're making you never say it. They use scissors and then they. How's they, it go? They cut my hair first and then. I they, could. You, I knew you had a special cut going there. It's <laughs> something witty. Okay. I'll take a picture and for people to look at on Twitter to see see what I was talking about. Really? Will they be my Twitter friends? They might. What's your Twitter handle? Taylor Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> because so people think all your jokes are gonna be about buttons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And I spelled my name wrong also. <laughs> Or all your jokes would be about Rod Taylor. I have only I don't know movie reference is. I could think of. So, what was the joke they cut? Well, what happened, <laughs> I said, uh, so I was talking to my girlfriend, and then that got the biggest laugh of my entire set. <laughs> For some reason, I'm not sure why. And that's not the laughy part, you know? They're not supposed to laugh there. And then I tell a joke, and then I say, should I tell the joke? Should I do that now? Yeah, I didn't just ask you to tell the joke before the joke that didn't get on the show. Hey, could you do the whole set and leave out the part I'm interested in? I, I don't want to take up too much time here. I know we... Well, how, that's why they cut the joke, apparently. It's a massive joke you busted out in the middle of your set. So here's what happened. Yeah, how'd it go? So I said, so I was talking to my girlfriend. Right, and a big laugh. And a, Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's uh, she, the laughy part, <laughs> which I say for another joke. I say that's not the laughy part, but I couldn't do that joke because this is fake. Yeah, an, break I'm it a, down. I'm an artist. Let's hear about right. everything. <laughs> Basically, he likes to take his time. So I said, so talk to my girlfriend, and uh, she decided next year for Lent she's gonna give up sex. So I decided next year for Lent I'm gonna give up my girlfriend. And then, I, yeah, thanks. And, uh, and then I say, because it's like a jokey, stupid joke on purpose, but it works for uh, normal audiences who aren't as hip as you folks. Uh, <laughs> and then I go, that's not really true. I don't have a girlfriend. Which, again, is funny in context when you tell the joke. I don't care what you people think of me, okay? I'm performing for the audiences who are downloading this. Yeah, You're like uh, the Guy Tory of awkward <laughs> white comics. Because <laughs> Guy Tory told Natasha uh, last <laughs> night, was it last night? Yeah, uh, he told her um, that sh- when she was criticizing his act, he goes, "Well, you're not, you're not the, you know, you don't buy tickets to my shows to a, you know, little white girl in L.A. and he's a black comic." Is this story not translating right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That story was worse than my joke. <laughs> <laughs> That you need to really be wearing a flamboyant hat. <laughs> you, you um, That's a good story. I'm stumped. I don't know where to go next. <laughs> this is going well, right? This is awesome. Cool. Fortune, have you been yes? to the cinema lately? What with all this? Uh, 
Um, Last comic standing nonsense been, going on? I haven't been It's hard to much. concentrate, right? Yeah, I've been dying to see Karate Kid. Who hasn't? <laughs> no one? <laughs> Nobody? Yeah, this... I, you know, I could sit here and just bag on everything. <laughs> this, this crowd it probably hasn't even seen Toy Story 3, and those that did are like, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was great. See, Chip knows what's... <laughs> Chip's... <laughs> Chip's a true movie fan. A real tearjerker. Not a it, cynic. It, it, no, it, it does make you cry behind those glasses, which is good. Uh, and not just because Tim Allen is getting $40 million, but the, other, <laughs> the, the story is very sad, too. See, that's like, it makes me not want to go. It's like when Wall-E came out and people are like, the first part, there's no talking for a long time. I was like, oh, I don't go to things where there's no talking. <laughs> for a long time. I like talking. I like some sort of commentary about what's happening. Like that's what <laughs> Wally should have been released with the the director commentary just in the movie when it first came out <laughs> to go, "Yeah, we thought he might be kind of bored by this part, but it really sets up that he's isolated." <laughs> it's like fucking Castaway with Tom Hanks. I, you know, except for when he's busting his tooth out with the bottom of a skate, I was bored to death. Oh yeah, yeah. The only talking is like little kids going like, "What's happening?" <laughs> you know, like Wally. Like when when I was a kid, we went to see uh, King Kong. I'm not that old. Uh, we went to see the King Kong remake in the '70s with and Jeff Bridges. Yeah, and so they're on this. I it, it, there's about 45 minutes of setup, and at one point, my brother stands up on his movie seat and goes, "Where's King Kong?" <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So we interrupted you, Fortune. <laughs> On all of my movie going, I need. Have to be, you actually seen see, something? I haven't seen anything. I feel like all I do is hang out in comedy clubs. I'm clearly the perfect guest for you today. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been to movies in the I past. I have. I have definitely seen movies. <laughs> like if you we had have, to testify in some sort of trial. Where I'm from? Where are you from? North Carolina. Oh, okay. So they have the one screen. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town shows up. We still have a drive-in movie theater, which I think is pretty awesome. I love that. I was whining about it recently that that there's no drive-in movie theaters anymore. It, they're they're it's really so awesome. much fun because they show like they show the movie that opened that day mm-hmm. with the last movie released by the same studio. And the last time I was discussing this, I didn't have any good examples, and I still don't. <laughs> But I think I think we saw what was that movie? Chip will know this. The movie with uh, Jennifer Lopez, where it was like Angel Eyes or something like that. Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. <laughs> and uh, who I else was in that? that? It was like Jim Caviezel played like this weird like homeless Christ figure that she takes oh, in, yeah. and something happens. Typecast. I think. And uh, <laughs> I think I saw that at a drive-in on a double bill with uh, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Like, it was the weirdest, like, what do these two movies really have to do with each other, other than they're both from Columbia Studios, and they both came out at the beginning of summer? I saw True Lies at a drive-in movie theater. What was the other movie? I don't remember. That's my whole story. So, chance you probably drove away and didn't watch the other one, or? Uh, it was with my mom and my brother. At the drive-in? It was so romantic. See, I don't think I ever went with family to the drive-in. I think the first time I went was when I was, you know, going out with girls. I didn't have a car. Yeah, as soon as I got a car, we went and saw... I saw Airplane that had opened that day. And the the second movie was Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. (laughs) And everybody back then, maybe even today, probably today, everybody honks their car horns when somebody smokes a joint. So that movie was like 90 minutes of people honking their car horns. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was trying to get laid. <laughs> it's, it's like trying to fuck at World Cup soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so what, have you been to the movies lately, Taylor? I, I went to the movie theater. I saw... Taylor uh, Comedy at Twitter? Taylor Comedy. Should I explain it so people see what happened? My name is Taylor, <laughs> and I'm a comedian. And uh, Taylor Williamson is my full name, actually, but that didn't is fit. Is that too many letters? It's too many letters. So I was like, Taylor Comedian, Taylor Comedy. What about T-Dubs? T-Dubs. 
Oh, I should have gone D-dubs. Can you, can you change it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I bet you somebody, some asshole here is going to run home and <laughs> get the D-dubs account before you get to it. I'll pay you 50 bucks. 50 bucks. So I saw. So you went with Taylor Comedy. I went with me and Taylor Comedy. And that's went where to people see can the, find you. Went to the movie theater. And what'd you see? We saw Kick Kick Ass. Oh, okay, so you went in like April. <laughs> that's recent. Recentish. Like recent. Yeah, it's June, July. It's July. <laughs> it's uh, July. But I love that movie. I thought it was really. Do I talk to you or the people in the audience at home? You. I think you could accomplish both at the same time. <laughs> Just speak into your microphone. We don't even have to look at each other, really. We could totally, you know, just look out front ways like the NPR ladies in that sketch on SNL. I I like looking at them because they're not smiling. <laughs> they're having they have their own kind of fun. It's it's called we got good seats for comedy death ray. <laughs> so we're just gonna muscle through this. Because that's how it works. You get priority seating if you buy tickets to Comedy Death Ray. I thought they could because nice. I promoted it. See. Some people, did anybody come down because Twitter mentioned it on his Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> All of these are your Twitter Clap. friends. Did you really? Clap yeah. into your microphones. They don't have microphones, but a few uh. people came down. But it's mostly people here to see Death Ray and, and some fans of I Love Movies that just come in and see this and then leave. I, I, I applaud <laughs> that, as do they. Cool. Yeah. And you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully it won't get over. We won't be overwhelmed. It'll be a nice mix of people waiting for the next show because because they do have priorities. So if everybody that wants to come to Death Ray comes to this, then then the people who just showed up for this will get turned away. Yeah, it's <laughs> Chip is now remembering what it was like watching Toy Story three. <laughs> Crying behind his glasses. Now, what do you do, Chip? <laughs> you wearing glasses now, oh, but do you put the context? You throw the context in when you're going to see a 3D movie, or do you just double glass it like I you're on the cover it. of uh, John Lennon's Double Fantasy? To- double insulation. Yeah, you just have the two glasses on, and yeah. it doesn't give you a massive headache by the time Avatar's over. Oh yeah, yeah. Or Clash? Did you see Clash of the Titans? No, I didn't. But uh, back to Double Fantasy. That album should be called Single Fantasy because, like, every other song is one of those Yoko things. I don't Single know what fantasy, guys. About. Chip does. Like I did not I see made a musical <laughs> reference in front of. Ch- I should have made a music <laughs> reference in front of Chip because he's Sorry. that's that's really his area. I did not see Clash of the Titans. You've put your foot down on that. But uh, when I masturbate and I come, I yell out, uh, "Go Kraken!" or, or whatever. <laughs> or, wait, what is that? I don't yeah. even. Know, I don't even know. I what yell it is. out, "Kraken Auto Parts!" Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to make it work, but I clearly have no interest. Yeah, it's it's release the kraken, which was yeah, like yeah, there it is. See, that's like, that would be a funny joke. There was like joke. a million release the kraken references right? when that movie yeah, came I out. Yeah, there was on Twitter. Everyone was like, oh, when yeah. I do this, I yell release oh, the kraken. Sure. Oh, but when I do this, I yell release the kraken. When and I release the kraken, I yell release the kraken. <laughs> That's the best time to do it, I find. That is when you're actually releasing it is a fun time to yell release it. But I think it's an order from one dude to the dude is releasing it in the uh, movie. But I don't know. Maybe so complicated. Maybe he just yells it and the Kraken knows it's time to walk out. <laughs> like that's just its cue and that it's right. not being held at all. It's just waiting around the corner. I did see grown-ups, though to bring it back oh you did uh, yeah because I I will see uh, like any I don't know I'll see any of those Adam Sandler movies and uh, this one I found particularly lazy Uh, (laughs) is it about them just making a movie on their vacation (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and not even like in Aruba so they could have picked a better vacation spot it's just like in the woods but um, they all learn a lesson at the end and the lesson is don't become friends with Rob Schneider Because he'll appear in every one of your movies <laughs> after that. I don't, even do think, I don't think they tell him that they're making a movie. I think he f- finds them like on Gawker Stalker. Just shows up with like a trunk full of wigs and mustaches and <laughs> accents. And he's actually dating that accents. old older lady that's his girlfriend in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got her in there. Yeah, all right. I just that's one thing that really continues to crack me up about Adam Sandler movies is he oftentimes you can just see that he's 
having a character being played by one of his friends do a certain thing just because he can make his friends do things. So like in this case, it's like, hey, Rob Schneider, I'm going to put you in my the new movie, but you have to make out with some old lady <laughs> repeatedly, and we're going to do lots of takes, you know? And, like, and we're all just going to sit around and laugh our asses yeah, off yeah. on the set. Right. And my character is going to be the best guy in the world at all yeah. times and never have no flaws and just a cool guy who produces the movies. <laughs> and nothing gets nothing gets spilled on him ever, or he doesn't, and he doesn't gets ever to have to. And he gets to hot chicks. Oh, yeah. Every movie. He's always got a pretty awesome girlfriend. It's a different one every time, too. Lucky. <laughs> I think he's worked with Drew. Has he worked You're with Drew Barrymore twice? twice. Yeah. All right. But she looked different in each film. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're the tentative stickler. Like, no, it was twice, but she looked different. <laughs> And she it's was very sweet. She was in Fifty First Dates like fifty times. <laughs> she was in Fifty First Dates, and then what was the other one? The Wedding Singer. Oh yeah, duh. I was thinking more recently, like she might have been one of those ladies in that one with the gum falling from the sky. E.T. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm losing track of the time. I haven't even. I haven't even looked at my timepiece. <laughs> Did I make up for this those is, other jokes? That'd be so funny if the whole 45 minutes was up already. <laughs> um, here we go. Let's play the Leonard Malton game. Yeah, they are conditioned, but it's also like, you know, it's fun. <laughs> I think they actually like it. I don't think they're just clapping because I said, let's, you know, let's play... I can't think of it. Shoots and ladders. See, only a few people like shoots and ladders. Boggle. Where's the boggle people? Oh, wow. Apples to apples. All right. All right. Wait, what's apples to apples? You don't know that game? Oh, I love that game. Is it a board game? Yeah. Called Apples to Apples? Is that like a regional thing or something? I I grew up in Southern California. I've never heard of it. It's not a Southern game. I didn't, I didn't mean southern <laughs> it's necessarily. Way too sophisticated for that. Uh, apples to apples. Hmm. Yeah, you like. There's like a card in the middle that says like uh, I don't. God, I don't even know. It's like it says energetic or something. And you have like all these things in your hand, and that you have to decide if those things are indeed. See, I'm awful at describing <laughs> things. Uh, you have to decide like you know. It could be like the Civil War. You're like energetic. <laughs> And someone gets to judge whether or not that is indeed what they think of as energetic. That was. We'll you lost me at the second apples. <laughs> <laughs> In my home, we played a game called. Uh, growing up, we played a game called uh, uh, Proofread's Proofread Mom's uh, Angry Letters to Her Ex-Husband. <laughs> <laughs> but you yelled it out en- enthusiastically when it was time to play, right? Uh, <laughs> you spelled. Don't bring the children into our fights incorrectly. (laughs) What word out of don't bring the children into our fights (laughs) could be misspelled? All of them. (laughs) Fights, (laughs) F-I-T-E-S. All right, let's play the Leonard Mullen game. I'm going to start... A sentence. Spelled the sentence wrong? Can you say that? You can't say that. What do you mean? Uh, We'll talk about this later. Or ma- we probably won't look, judging you by your face. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to uh, g- have a big laugh and then cut to you saying, you guys are awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what? Andy Kindler thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, they were very nice judges this season. <laughs> they thought everything was funny. We'll talk about this later. They, every, slam, every time they'd slam somebody, they'd immediately go, but you were funny, or but you were great, like... They were, but they were, it was, it was. Fun. I thought it was fun to watch, and, and still will be fun to watch as we as we continue on. Who, who you guys pick to win the whole thing? I still think I have a shot. Yeah, Chip. We're gonna be busy doing podcasts, so we don't probably have time. You're probably to gonna watch. pay attention. <laughs> I think uh, a Domian might be the one to beat. Don't because Sin, his Sinbad, Sinbad. When they were, <laughs> when they were Can yelling never at count out Sinbad. Is that the black guy? When, yeah. When yeah, they were yelling at uh, James Adomian, the different uh, you know impressions that he does, with making it seem like he could just do anybody. <laughs> like they didn't make it like oh, yeah. Natasha knows him and has seen him <laughs> yeah. do George Bush. The way she was just like George Bush, and he goes into a perfect George Bush. <laughs> yeah. It's like holy Jason shit, this guy's amazing. <laughs> oh, totally. 
Yeah, so he's really funny. So I think there's a lot of honestly, everyone in the show is really funny. I, I, I there's no one I dislike. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. The audience. I wish I could talk shit about somebody. Can, can, oh. I, can I say shit? I thought that uh, Tommy Jonigan, who I don't know, and I thought he was yeah. just very clever. Really. Yeah, really yeah, he's a really stuff. funny yeah, guy. Funny. The audience. Yeah, he was, was funny with Natasha laugh, too. You know. And the audiences go nuts for Mike. Di Stefano, is that how you say it? Di Stefano, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, they just went nuts every yeah. time I saw He's always like, form. whenever he's not, whenever he's being interviewed, he's always like, I'm going to murder people. Well. <laughs> he's always, he always seems yeah. so angry. And then on stage, he's a little less angry. Uh. Oh, yeah, when I was, when they uh, called uh, who went on and who didn't, I was in his row. And I was like, oh, well, okay, well, it was nice. Because <laughs> he's such a character. Like you, he, he just had such a great set. He had the set of the night. And so I just thought, well, I'm toast because I'm in his row. And so it's fun, though. Fun show, because uh, if you don't advance, you get to uh, lose there in the theater, and then you get to lose again two months later in front of everyone on national television. <laughs> it's really... A, and you're kind of told not to talk about it in those two months. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, you're supposed yeah, to yeah, leave all your yeah. friends and family up in the air, like, yeah, thinking something might happen, but, oh, Chip doesn't seem that happy about, <laughs> 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 about things. We're great. I was performing in uh, Meridian, Idaho a few weeks ago. And, and right, uh, hey, and this guy was like, uh, "So uh, you're in Idaho right now, uh, and it's already taped." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "That means you probably didn't win, right?" I was like, "All right, let's not talk anymore." Uh-huh. <laughs> now we don't have time for the game. Oh uh, no, we have because to play of the that. Game. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just because of that story. <laughs> we don't have time for the game, and that lady's out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was for the door when I said there wasn't time for the game, and <laughs> she's not quick on the uh, like, turnaround. She left her bag here. Yeah, she'll be back. Can we go inside? We're going to rummage through it. We're poor. Can we go inside? She's like, bag? I'm going to go now. <laughs> she's like, if I go now, maybe they won't That's have started high. the game by the time I get back. <laughs> she'll never find us. I'm bad Tyler at probably has a story. <laughs> Let's start down there on the end with fortune. You get to pick from three categories, fortune. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got to pick players. Oh. How come you guys don't have name tags on? We got Chris and Brian over here with name tags on. So, uh, uh, Taylor, you're going to be playing for Chris. What's up, dude? Sorry, Chris. Oh, I was talking to him. Oh, you're... Okay. Uh, I don't like you. Chip, you can play... For, Chip can play for Brian over here hi Brian and I like then, your uh, name it, it's like the scribblings of an escaped mental patient <laughs> that's nice. this is good and then uh, way over there we've got uh, what does that say Cassie Cassie has a normal All right. name so Fortune you're going to play for Cassie Cassie yeah she's yours to keep if you win <laughs> <laughs> I love this game <laughs> I love this game so much <laughs> <laughs> All right, so remember who you're playing for, because I don't remember already. Chris, Taylor's playing for Chris, Chip's playing for Brian, and Fortune's Fortune's playing to win. I have a lot at stake here. (laughs) I'm ready. Okay, you get to pick. I'm ready. You get to pick from these three categories, Fortune. Okay. Tom Cruise movies. It was his birthday the other day. Oh, yeah. He was born on the 3rd of July. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Can't make it up. Uh, Tom Cruise movies. Uh, movies with bullshit poker scenes in them. Because I just got back from playing in the... I played one event in the World Series of Poker and did not do very well at all. And I'm angry at movies that have poker in them. And, and one actor in particular. And then uh, in theaters now, it's a relatively new category where people that might not know older movies can uh, pick in theaters now because <laughs> it's All movies right. that are in theaters now. Which one of those categories do you like? Let's go for it. In theaters now. I like it. Oh, now I can't give you a choice of years because these are all <laughs> in theaters now. Uh, what about independent theaters that play movies from the 60s? <laughs> I would have to do a lot of research to figure out <laughs> which movies from the 60s are in those theaters now. Because I mean now, Taylor. <laughs> in theaters now. Must be clear. All right. What was I saw today what's playing at the New Beverly, and I already forgot. They, they play old movies. Something really good, probably. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is from 2010. Fortune's going to start us off with the bidding. 
I will tell you a few things that Leonard has to say about this movie. In his, he does lengthy reviews uh, on his app for movies that just came out. And uh, in this particular case, he says, this movie, this is a movie destined to catch audiences off guard. That's one clue that doesn't help. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the next one. Is it the off guarder? <laughs> Don't guess early, Chip. Sorry. It won't be everybody's cup of tea, he says about this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says it's a high spot of the summer movie season. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Lynn. How do you do it? <laughs> All right. He said those three things about it, and there are ten names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Hmm. Fortune Feenster. Seven. Seven names, says Fortune Feenster. We come down here to Taylor. How Eight. many names? You, you have to go lower or say, name that movie, Fortune Feenster. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to go uh, six. Six names, Ooh. says Taylor. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Pope. I'm going to go five. Five names to Feenster. Four. Taylor. Name that movie. Name that movie. Okay, you get four <laughs> names. This is from the bottom up. Yeah, see, we can do this. It's from the bottom up. We can do this, you and me. I could not tell you who any of these people are. It's tough names, but maybe you have some ideas from the clues. I'll give you the clues again one more time. It's a movie destined to catch audiences off guard. It's not everybody's cup of tea, and it's the high spot of the summer movie season. I I was so excited I was going to get through that so quickly, and then I screwed up summer movie season. Ten names. Here are the four bottom names. Steve Zizis, <laughs> Tim Gwynney, Catherine Aselton, and Kathy Witts. 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 Aww. W-I-T-T-E-S. Boo. Yeah, it's tough, tough names. We'll talk anyway so just name after a, the show. So just name a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not out yet, Cassie. Yeah, we're all winners tonight. <laughs> Just name a movie that's in theaters now, and that would be a reasonable guess. Um, Night and Day. Incorrect. Uh, the rest of the names are Diane Mazzola, Matt Walsh, Catherine Keener, Marissa Tomei, Jonah Hill, John oh, C. Riley. I know Cyrus. it now. Cyrus. I know it Cyrus. now. Guess. Get him to the Greek. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so it's Cyrus, which I actually saw at South by Southwest and enjoyed very much, and I want to see again because <laughs> everybody loves everything at South by Southwest, and I want to see it with an audience that's a little bit more neutral. <laughs> but it was was fantastic at South by Southwest. All right, so who made her guess? Did you make her guess, Taylor? I made her guess. All right, so you so get a point. Yay. What's up? What's you up get Chris? one point. Do, 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 do we'll I have, next do one I have to make out with Chris? <laughs> That's, That's you the know, rule. There's, nobody has to make out with anybody. It just would be nice. <laughs> it's a polite gesture. That yes. means yes. Let's let Chip pick uh, from the uh, following categories. Uh, would you like movies that take place in Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Motion pictures that are sequels. Uh-huh. I call them number twos. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they usually are. And, <laughs> and uh, let's go with disaster movies. Oh, LA movies, sh- number twos, or disaster movies. What about, let's have some civic pride, movies that take place in Los Angeles. Here we go. Would you like one from 97, 2001, or 88? Oh, how about, uh, not a- 88. Oh, I was eight years old. Oh, uh, 97, right. 97. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's too late. Uh, 88. Leonard Mall gives it three and a half stars. He says... Staggering special effects. <laughs> like you get up out of your chair and wobble around and then sit back down because it's hard to stagger sitting down. Um, In 88. A co- no, no it's a co production of two different s- film studio companies. Whoa. Yeah. And it won Oscars. Those are your clues. Three and a half stars, 1988. And there are. The color purple. <laughs> 12 names, no pre-guessing. Start the bidding with Chip Pope. Uh, well, let's start at uh, eight. Eight names. Fortune? Oh, uh, seven. Fortune says seven, Taylor. Five. Five names, Taylor Williamson. CP? Let's try it. Four. Four. Four names, he says. Name that movie. 
Ooh. <laughs> Here we go. Your fur names are amazing special effects. Staggering. 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 Yeah. Who one framed Oscars, Roger Rabbit? One Oscars. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Not to sound like a dick, but I knew it just from the clues before we started naming that tune. You sound right, like a well, dick. I lived through it, kids. You did sound like a that dick. I did. That was to, good. To totally sound like a dick. Nobody ever says that. <laughs> they tell you, if you on game shows, if you, even if you know it right away, to like talk through it and act like you might not know it, and then it makes it very exciting for everyone. <laughs> All right, so let's let... Uh, who told them to name that movie? So, Taylor, you get to start this one. Uh, would you like to do movies with uh, future guest John Lithgow? <laughs> Mo- movies that John Lithgow's been in. He's pledged to be on the show. He still hasn't shown up yet. Lithgow. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars alum movies that's movies with people from Star Wars in it I'd explain that to Oscar Nunez last week he didn't know what alums meant <laughs> no he, he did know and I, and I look like a dick <laughs> um, and then uh, the third category let's uh, go back to Tom Cruise's bir- uh, birth it was his birthday Tom Cruise movies so you want John Lithgow Tom Cruise or disasters wait <laughs> wait what did I say alum. before? Star Wars. Yeah. Star, Star Wars. John. Star Wars alumni. Okay, people from Star Wars are in this, and uh, you can do 1971, 1980, or 1981. Wow, those are all old. <laughs> We're in trouble. You, you really you got get a lot of work. You really got boned on this one, didn't you? I put these in before I even know who the guests are going to be, just to make it like super arbitrary. You picked someone so who was alive. Like, I could have had like a five-year-old out here, and they would have really been <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Can we do people that were in, pe- that were in Star Wars for like 2005 movies? You can't, you can't uh, do that. <laughs> Would you prefer to do in theaters now again? Let's do... Tom nine, Cruise. Tom Cruise, there we go. Okay, here we go. That was my pick, though. That, I'm not just Tom Cruise. You said <laughs> yeah. Here, these are all sort right. of recent. Pick a year. Fine. Pick a year. 2004, 2006, or 2003? 2004. Okay, here we go. Uh, Chip has a point. Taylor has a point. I've got nothing. Why did I get a point? Because you said name that name that movie, uh, and, yeah, and, then sh- and then she fucked it up. Yeah. Can I have Cassie if I win? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 2004. Len gives it two and a half stars. I think that's just about right. Good work, Leonard. <laughs> um, it's got a character in it who dream- dreams of running his own business, and it's well shot. <laughs> and then I love this after kind of saying something negative he goes still quite watchable <laughs> <laughs> alright like Greg still quite watchable two and a half stars people in the audience are mumbling and you get 13 names Taylor Williamson how many names can you get this movie Ten. from 2004 featuring Tom Cruise 10 names he says fortune six chip <laughs> Name that movie. Oh, all right. Let's see, we have another chance. <laughs> Six names from the bottom. It's about a guy who one of the characters dreams of running his own business. It's quite watchable, and it's well shot. Six names: Jason Statham, Richard T. Jones, Debbie Mazur. Down, uh, Entourage has really gone downhill since she hasn't been on. <laughs> Debbie Mazur. Uh, Bodie Elfman. That's, uh, you know, Jenna Elfman's Bodie. <laughs> Barry Shabaka Henley. That's not a real name. Chewbacca from Star Wars. Shabaka and Irma P. Hall. Those are your six names from this movie from 2004. I get to be a loser. Tom Cruise is in it, so if you name a Tom Cruise movie, you'd have a shot at getting this right. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Vanilla Sky. That's, you know, that's a perfectly respectable guess. <laughs> and it's wrong. Uh, I'm a loser twice. Javier Bardem, Bruce McGill, Peter Berg, Mark Ruffalo, Jada Pinkett Smith, Jamie Foxx. In Living Color. And Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a movie called Collateral, directed by Michael Mann. Uh, well shot. Boo. Yeah. 
uh, it tosses credibility down the drain during the climax, and then he says, still quite watchable. <laughs> and, uh, but it climaxed. Yeah. So that so Chip won the point and he wins the game. Yeah. Congratulations, Chip. Oh, Brian. Congratulations we to Brian. Oh. Lucky. Brian, you win. What do I get? Sorry, Chris. A copy of What Would Susie Say by Susie Essman <laughs> from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was handed that recently and thought someone else might like this. <laughs> um, she's a nice lady, but you know what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> A copy of the uh, Romance CD that we were talking about earlier uh, by Chip Pope that's available at AST Records along with my CD, <laughs> Professional Humoridian, and also a uh, large size uh, Pot the Vote t-shirt. Don't forget everybody, Pot the Vote in November. <laughs> Californians vote November 2nd to make marijuana legal. And I'm going on tour this summer to California comedy clubs in San Francisco, Sacramento, Visalia, and San Jose to... Uh, to pot the vote. Uh, do you guys have anything that, uh, uh, congratulations to uh, Brian nice for winning job. all that stuff. <laughs> and do you guys have anything uh, you'd like to plug coming up? Any uh, any dates coming up? Af- anything after this Friday? Starting with Chip, seems like he's got something. I'm going to be doing the uh, Doug Benson podcast oh, on, wait, Oh, tonight. I'm going to be doing, uh, actually uh, my friend, the R Romance will be doing a show at Comedy Meltdown on Saturday night. Comedy the, Meltdown, uh, that's in Hollywood. Yeah, on Sunset over there. And Jonah, Jonah Ray does that show. Yes. Okay, Fortune, what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm going to be doing a show in Arkansas, September 1st, at, uh, right outside of Little Rock. So if any Arkansas people want to come <laughs> see a lesbian do some comedy, I'm sure they're going to be running for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Oh, uh, no. I was like, do you have the right person? <laughs> Uh, and uh, just local stuff. The Groundlings every Sunday night uh, and YouTube.com backslash Funny Fortune. Check out some crazy videos of me in a Hooters outfit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Taylor, where are you going to be? Uh, I go to a lot of colleges and stuff. Uh, okay, we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be at the Skyline Comedy Cafe <laughs> in Appleton July 16th and 17th. 2010, I'm, I'm at the Pot the Vote tour I already mentioned, and I'm going to be at the Del Close Marathon at the UCB Theater in New York City, July 30 and 31st, 2010. Also, uh, this is a special announcement. I'll let you say something in a second. But that's nice of you to raise your hand. Uh, on Monday, i got to get all this in. We're out of time. On Monday, I'm going to be doing the Betts Interruption in Los Angeles at Largo, and everyone who buys a ticket for that will automatically be put on the list to be the first people we call to be in the studio audience when the Benson Interruption starts taping shows for television in the fall. Yeah, it's actually becoming a TV show. So um, so come to the Interruption Monday night at Largo. Everyone who buys a ticket gets, uh, gets on the priority list to uh, come to the tapings that'll be uh, happening in Los Angeles in the fall. And I only got that in. Taylor, where are you going to be? I'm available for bookings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, Taylor all three Williamson. of you guys, I, I, I totally encourage you to try uh, Last Comic Standing again next year because that's what worked for me is I, I had a great set the one year, didn't make it in, and the next year had what was, I, I, by any standard, not as good a set, and I made it in. So uh, it's all fairly arbitrary, but if you're tenacious, I think it, it can work for you, and the, and the exposure is great, and people will come up to all three of these people and say you were robbed you should have advanced uh, probably for the rest of their lives so <laughs> so enjoy that we'll and uh, else. <laughs> as always Carl Sagan is a shithead and Tyra Banks is a shithead 